Thank you for listening to A Call to Freedom, the audio podcast of Freedom Ministries Church located in Apopka, Florida. I'm Pastor Freddie Fillmore Sr., and I want to welcome you to our church. You can watch our broadcast online every Sunday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can also join us for Shabbat prayer every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Bible study at 7 p.m. on Thursday. For more information on how to watch or to submit a prayer request, please visit our website, acalltofreedom.com, or visit us on social media. The information is also listed in the show notes to this podcast. It is my desire that the message this week blesses challenges and encourage you in your walk of faith. Thank you again for joining us and I pray you enjoy the word. Well, good afternoon, everybody. We're here at Freedom Ministry Church once again uh, to bring you the word of God, what God has for us today. May we go to God in prayer. Oh, merciful Father God, we just thank you for this opportunity to come before you to bring forth your word. And God, we just thank you for all you have done and all you are doing for us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Today, I want to bring the word, and it is, who is your neighbor? Who is your neighbor? And I want to give meaning of a few words before I get into the word today. And it says, neighbor, a person who shows kindness and helpfulness towards his or her fellow human, a friendly greeting to a stranger, a generous towards one less fortunate. Agape, agape love is what I'm referring to, the love of God, unselfish, unconditional love, a love that grieves, a love that gives. The scripture, St. John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God gave us all. He gave his only Son for us to have eternal life. What a gift. Charity, generous action, or donation to aid the poor. Beloved, benevolent offering, desire to do good to others. Goodwill, acts of kindness. Let's get into the scriptures for the day. Luke 10, 25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said unto him, What is written in the law, how readeth thou? And he answered and said, Thy shall love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. We are to give all that we have to God, not half-stepping. He said, thy shall love the Lord thy God with 
all the heart, all, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, thy neighbor as thyself. God wants us, us to give all that we have to him. Not a little bit, not some of it, but all. And he said unto him, thou hast answered right, this do and thy shall live. You know what? This lawyer is just like a lot of people out in the world. They, he tried to tempt Jesus, but Jesus seen him coming. See, sometimes you, you have to be very watchful of what people bring to you or what people come to you about because, see, he thought he was going to trick Jesus. And Jesus knew this, so Jesus broke it down for him and let him know that it's not necessarily easy, but it is easy. You got to give all that you have to God. You can't come half-stepping. But then Jesus, he broke it down and he, he began and he wanted to tell him a story. And it comes to Luke 10, 29. It says, but willingly to justify himself said unto Jesus, who is my neighbor? Now, I got a question for you today. Who is your neighbor? Now, when you think about your neighbor, are you thinking about someone that lives right next door to you? Or are you thinking about somebody that lives down the street from you? Or are you thinking about somebody live right around the corner from you? Who is your neighbor? Who is your neighbor? And Jesus answered and said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves which stripped him of all his remnants and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now, have you ever been in a situation in life, I can say that I have, where you felt like you are losing everything? Well, this, this man, he lost everything that he had. And they did not just take the remnants from him, but they took everything that he had, all of his belongings. And that wasn't enough. Then they wounded him. They beat this man. They beat him. Have you ever felt like, <laughs> have you ever felt like you've been beat down? My God, this man was beaten. He was wounded and they left him for dead. How many times people that you feel that are close to you and you're going through something and you feel like they have left you alone. No help that you're getting. I'm still talking about who is your neighbor? Who is your neighbor? In Luke 10, 31. It says, and by chance there came down a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. How many times have you gone through something and you need somebody help? 
But you look around and, and there's no help. Look like they're just passing you by. And deep down inside, it hurts because you know that they're able to help you. I'm talking about who is your neighbor. And 32, it says, and likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, he came and he looked on him and passed on the other side. Now, sometimes people use excuses in life and they say, I did not know you was going through that, Minister Birdsong. I did not know that you was hurting. I did not have any idea. But right here, it is saying that they knew that this man was in trouble. But yet they knew he was in trouble. They still passed by on the other side. And to break it down further is, you thinking that these were some common people in the community that passed this man by that was wounded, that was beaten, and he was taken, his belongings was taken from him. These are like leaders in the community. People that have the means to help one another. But yet they chose not to help this man. This man literally was dying. He was hurt so bad. But yet they pass by on the other side. A lot of times when you're going through something or somebody's going through something, sometimes people, they don't want to get involved. They'll, they'll, they'll go out their way to not get involved. They'll, they'll close their eyes and say, I did not see anything. But God knows. He knows that you know. A good neighbor. A neighbor is not just somebody that lives beside you. Somebody that lives in the same block that you live in. Who is your neighbor? What about in your own household? Are you talking to the individuals that is in your house? Are you being a, a good neighbor in your house? Do you know what their needs are? Or are you just closing a blind eye and acting ignorant that you don't know and you don't understand? A good neighbor. We as Christians, we want to be a good neighbor. Who is your neighbor? Are you passing by? Or are you looking the other way and saying they got into this themselves? They can get out of it themselves. But that is not God's way. God has equipped you. He has equipped me to be able to help others in their times of need. We don't want to talk Christian. We want to live as a Christian should live. God is good, and we have to consider his goodness and his mercy. You know, 
I was broke down one time in my truck, <laughs> just to show you how people do things. And I had the hood up on my truck. And trying to get my truck to working. And people, you can't say that they didn't know that I had a problem. And, you, and they couldn't say that they didn't know who I was. <laughs> they came by and they said, hey, Minister Birdsong. And kept riding. Who is your neighbor? When you have a need and you can take care of that need, you will supply that need. God is able. God is able. In God's time, a lot of people, because we're going through this COVID-19, a lot of people are passing to the other side. Because they say, ooh, I don't want that. Ooh, I don't want to get that COVID thing. But God will protect you. But you use safe precautions and proper distancing. And not be a fool. Can you imagine people right now that are going through different things. And they're looking to you to be a good neighbor to them. And you'll say, ooh, get away from me. It's like having leprosy. Can you imagine how they feel? But Luke 10.33 says, but a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he said he had compassion on him. Now, this was a person, a stranger, just passing by. But yet, he seen that this man had a need. And so, he decided to help him with his need and supply him with what he needed. It's like a first responder. When you get on scene, it's like me, I'm a first responder. When I get on a scene and there's something that needs to take place, you take and make sure you try to bound up some wounds and stop the bleeding if you can and, and get them ready for transport for where they can get some more help. So this man, he took and gave him what he needed right then. Because if he would have stayed where he was, he would have not made it. But this man, he bound them up. And Luke 34 says, and went to him and bound up his wound, poured in all wine and set him on his beast and brought him to an end and took care of him. Are you taking care of God's business? Make it personal. Are you taking care of God's business? He did not only just see to this man need, he actually took this man in for care and supplied whatever he needed 
And then it's like taking him, okay, I, I got him where he can travel now. I'm going to put him on my beast, my animal. That's like putting him in the ambulance. And then I'm going to go ahead and take him to the hospital where he can get some better care and get some rest, get some nourishment, where he can be restored back to where he was. A good neighbor. A good neighbor does not just keep beating and beating and beating someone down. You are responsible to help lift them up in the name of Jesus. If God had walked away from us, walked away from you, where would you be? Where would you be right now? You could be one of those people out there in the street, in the ditch, sleeping on a bridge. But God has shown his mercy to you. A good neighbor. And he not only just took him there, he said, you know, I'm going to have to go, but I'm going to leave you some money. So whatever you're lacking, when I return, I will take care of it. That's just like when you go to the hospital and you know you, you have a, a bill before you and, and the insurance didn't pay it all. Well, it's like this man say, whatever it goes over, I will take care of it. Jesus, he balanced out our need. Paid in full. Jesus, he gave it all. Our good neighbor. Who are you? Are you being a good neighbor? Are you really showing the God in you? Are you really living the life of a Christian that you talk about? Because when things happen in life, especially with trying to be a good neighbor, it doesn't happen at a convenient time. It usually happens at a time when you're either trying to get rest or you got other plans. The other week, I got a call I had had a long day and I was very tired in the body. And I got a call around midnight. As a matter of fact, it was after midnight. This person had a need. I could have said, I'm tired right now. I just got in the bed. Call me in the morning and I'll talk to you and we'll take from there. Let me just say a quick prayer with you right now and get you off the phone and call me first thing in the morning and we'll talk about this. That person had a need right then. You don't have time to wait when God gives you the opportunity to serve. If you're saying, God, I'm here, use me. And God gives you the opportunity that he uses you. And then you say, I'm too busy. I'm too tired. A good neighbor. It's many people out there right now. Many people that are suffering, that need your help, that need my help. You don't have to give the same help that I give. Give what you're able to give. Give what God has blessed you to be able to give, to do for others. It may not be putting money in the hand. It may just be going by and cutting the lawn. 
It may be going by and doing a little grocery shopping for them. Show some love. It's not convenient. We may not be worshiping in the church now like we normally worship on a Sunday morning. But you still have an opportunity to serve God as a good neighbor. Get up off the sofa. Get up out the chair. Go out and help somebody. God is good, y'all. His mercy endures forever. God will give you opportunity. He will give you opportunity to serve. But are you taking advantage of it? This neighbor. You know, the Samaritans and the Jews, they wasn't really bosom friends. This guy was a Jew and a Samaritan. But he didn't look at him as a Jew. He looked at him, this person has a need. I'm going to help him with his need. Don't worry about what color they are. Don't worry about what culture they come from. Supply the need. God is good. God is good. His mercy endured forever. Forever. Ever. I've gone through so many things in life. But I cannot give up on God. God has brought me through. God will bring you through. As you have the opportunities to serve one another. Serve. Do well. Do good towards others. God will give you opportunity. You don't have to be in a church building. You don't have to be in a choir stand. Serve in your own home. Serve in your community. Serve on your job. Show people the God that is within you, that comes out of you. God is good. And his mercy endures forever. And I thank you, God, for your word. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. May we go to God in prayer. Father God, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for all you have done. I thank you for your word, Father God. Help us all, God, to be a good Samaritan, Father God. Because, God, there are so many, so many opportunities out there today that people are hurting, that people are suffering, God. Oh, God, I ask that you bless, Father God. Bless us to bless them, Father God. We need to walk out our faith. We need to show the agape love, the unconditional love. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you believe in, but I'm going to help you. Because God, I know that all those people that Jesus healed, Lord, I'm sure all of those people didn't love Jesus, but Jesus didn't let that stop him. Don't let that stop you from serving being a servant of God and helping the need of people. God is good. And I thank you. Today, I want to remind you of our service time. Shava, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Our Bible study, Thursday at 7 p.m. And our regular service at 12 noon. And I just want to thank God, give a shout out to our pastor, Freddie Fillmore, Sr., and First Lady Minister Fillmore, our 
founders of Freedom Institute Church and how they have stood through the trials and tribulations. And they're still standing and still listening and hearing God. Continue to lift them up, God, and their families, God. And I just have a special note that I want to mention. I know that we're not having regular services at church like we would normally have, but we want to do something. And so in the month of October, don't have a date set or a time set, but in the month of October, with some helpers that we have here that are members of our church, we are going to have a drive-by, stop-by, pick-up, a free dinner where we can say hello, fellowship with you from a distance, in the parking lot, wear your mask, be safe, come and say hello to each other. It's not going to be a church service. You're not going to be coming to church for a church service. But we just want to let everybody know that we still love everybody and we still care about everyone. May God bless you and keep you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I pray that you were strengthened by the word. If this message touched you in any way, please let us know by reaching out to us online on social media. Also, please share this podcast and help spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you would like to donate to our ministry, you can do so by going to our website, acalltofreedom.com, or go through Cash App. We are Freedom FMC. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you until we meet again. Amen. Amen.